0: On this episode of Low Earth Orbit, we review *The Spectacular Now*. Welcome to episode six of Low Earth Orbit. I'm Steve Martin. I'm Scott Stevenson. I'm Justin Voss. And in this episode, we're going to review the movie *The Spectacular Now*. This is a new movie directed by James Ponstalt, written by Scott Neustadter and Michael H. Weber. Hopefully, I didn't, you know, butcher too many of these names. Uh, the the pair of uh, screenwriters, screenplay writers. Um, are best known for writing 500, 500 Days of Summer. And like 500 Days of Summer, this is a story of Boy meets Girl. But this time, the boy is a popular high school senior known for hard partying and not really keeping girlfriends for very long. And the girl is also a senior who loves nerdy comic books and wants to work for NASA. Uh, the, play, the pair of the main, actors are play, or main characters are played by Miles Teller and Shailene Woodley. So given that, what did you think, Scott? I loved it. Uh, I was struck by how incredibly
1: honest it was, and how um, it, it just evoked so many different emotions. It was really underplayed, it was really uh, like understated, and uh, the moments felt really genuine. The performances were, at least for my experience, were just phenomenal. Like I, there were so many things that must have been like improv on the spot, or or not with a lot of scripting, because there were just things that felt so organic and just sort of. You know, sprouted up from the moment. Um and it's funny, I was I was thinking replaying how I felt at the end of the movie. And initially I was kind of feeling like it got me down a little bit because um I was I felt like, you know, it this girl was not she she should be with somebody else that she deserved more. And then the thing that went through my mind afterwards was he kind of realized that too. And and so after I kind of went through that whole thing, I realized that it was a really it just it was so convincing like i felt like they're real people there was actually something to say about it um and it was just beautifully shot um and i don't know it's its kind of hard to put into words because so much of just sort of intangible emotions that you get from seeing it but i just really enjoyed it and i thought it was the performance was great the writing was great and i really enjoyed it what you justin
2: um, I loved 500 Days of Summer. And so when I saw that the writers of The Spectacular Now were the same writers of 500 Days of Summer, I was really enthusiastic. You know, it just immediately sold me on the whole idea. And the trailer looked really good. Um, I thought the performances were great. I thought, I, you know, I liked the characters. Um, and I thought that they, you know, had some, you know, heartfelt things that they did in a movie. Uh, but overall, I kind of feel, um, like I wasn't sure what I watched. You know, by the time I got to the end, um... I just wasn't sure, you know, how I felt about it, and I think that if I had watched this movie in high school, I would have loved it. But watching it now, I feel like I'm not sure what the takeaway was supposed to be from it, and so that's kind of the impression I have from the movie. But overall, I think it was okay. I just don't know how I was supposed to react to the whole thing.
0: Yeah, I I enjoyed it. I, I also am a huge fan of Happy Days of Summer, which like, I didn't see. By my, way, my, my record, yeah, <laughs> one of my favorite movies. Um, and. Uh, so I, I had pretty high expectations as well for the same reason. And uh, I definitely felt like yeah, you know, if I, for me if I hadn't seen Five Hundred Days, I would have enjoyed it more. I mean, I, I still liked it. I thought like the, the acting was just phenomenal. Like yeah, uh, the, sure. the you know, Shailene Wardley, uh, she does she did a really good job in the descendants, the movie I'd seen her in. And she just blew it out of the park here. Like her facial expressions just conveyed so much. Yeah, like, you know, sure. she's so much just that her just reactions to things, just so good. Um and uh, another character that I also was really impressed by was um, the, his sister, uh, played by Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Oh, yeah. Who was in... Who I didn't even realize that was Mary Elizabeth Winstead playing that character uh, until I was afterwards on IMDb. And I was blown away because she plays the main, one of the main characters in Scott Pilgrim. Looks completely different, utterly different character. Is what she she play? is she Who is she? She's the girl with the purple hair. I do know what her name is in Scott Pilgrim. You know, like the, ma- you know, the, uh, the main love interest in Scott Pilgrim. Oh. Uh, oh. Ramona. Ramona. She's Ramona, and she's the sister, his sister, in this one. Wow, she's totally different. Yeah, no, and do- totally different performances, and both of them just amazing performances. Yeah. So I, I have the highest respect for her as an actress. Um, and uh, so I was really, you know, impressed by that, by the dialogue and stuff. But the story was. For one thing far less funny than 500 days of summer yes uh way way you know also way darker like sometimes is so light and fun I mean it has, it has some strong emotional undercurrents to it but like this this you know film was like really just a lot more sort of you know, gut-wrenching at times there's one scene where the entire theater just gasped you know and yeah. it was just like, yeah. you okay, know no, yeah, yeah. That'll be, that'll and, after, after yeah and we can talk about that was later but you know there's like there's like you know, this, you know, there's people really obviously into these characters in a in in a way that like you know is is, is sort of you know much different than the Five Hundred Days of Summer, where you're still invested, but it's this much more lighthearted, fun, yes. you know, sort of thing that's going on. But to,
1: for the record, it, it's not built as a
0: comedy, right? I mean, they, I don't o- like oddly, it. IMDb classifies it first as comedy and really? then as romance. Like, I, I feel like the trailer definitely gave the impression that it was going to be much funnier. Than yeah, really? Wow. No. Yeah, yeah totally no, I, I, I did not laugh once the entire movie, and I don't think it should be classified as a comedy. do I, mean, I don't think it should be docked for I, that reason a couple say. spots because like the
2: character would say something funny, but it definitely
0: was not supposed to
2: be. I, think, I didn't a realize. Funny yeah, movie. Yeah, 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 no part of me thought it was a comedy. Oh, I totally thought it was going to
0: be. yeah I it was yeah. going to be a comedy, wow. and it yeah. wasn't. And I'm kind of okay with that, but again, I, yeah. I part of the reasons, one of the reasons I love 500 Days of Summer is it was so funny. And the same writing pair just didn't bring that to this movie. And I think it, you know, that, that's fine. They don't want to make a funny movie. That's okay. I think it's a little bit unfortunate. They build it sort of as a, as a comedy, you know, and the trailer looks like, at least like the person that I got as well. Yeah. Um, but, you know, overall, like I, I enjoyed it. I just, you know, I, I didn't love it, I would say. It's so funny.
1: So we, last episode, we reviewed Gone Home. And I felt like I had a lot of the same emotions that I had for that and for a lot of the same reasons. And I, it, it's kind of interesting that Justin in particular, I think, kind of had, I don't is it fair to say the same reaction of both? Yeah, kind of both. Yeah. And it, it's funny because I kind of like, sorry, cut you off. No, what did you say? no, I got to. Oh, okay. I, it's funny because I kind of like them both for the same reason, deliberately because they were, or, you know, because they were deliberately understated mm. and because it was, everything else is sort of lowered. So that you have, you know, so that sort of the din is like, you know, brought down so that you can focus on this thing, which is typically mundane, but against sort of the backdrop of everything else being well, quieted down, mm-hmm. it kind of gets enhanced. So something that's typically, you know, and they're both actually love stories. So the fact that, you know, everything else is sort of lowered down, you're not, stuff's not throwing it. I haven't seen 500 Days of Summer, but I feel like there's more kind of hit, you know, some of the scenes, there's more amped up stuff happening. Well, 500 Days of Summer is just
2: so much more like produced. You know, like, this is very sort of, like, you know, uh, straightforward, and 500 Days of Summer, it's more like, there's a musical scene halfway through, like, little animated bluebirds, and, like, it's all very funny, and, like, sort of, you know, whatever, and then there's another spot where there's, like, a split screen, where it's, like, what he's imagining versus what's actually happening, and, like, you know, there's a voiceover, and there's sort of this whole idea where it's bouncing around non-linearly, and there's these little animated little ditties in between. It's, like, stylized. Yeah, and so there's definitely, yeah, like, it's it definitely... You know, it's produced. It has all this stuff going on. And this doesn't have that, Um, which makes it feel like more serious and kind of more realistic. I think actually the thing that, that for me, that's different between like Gone Home and The Spectacular Now is that I don't mind the understatedness of The Spectacular Now. Like there's some movies that can be understated, but are still, you know, pretty awesome. Like Lost in Translation is kind of coming to mind. It's like very sort of normal, but has like an impact. The thing that I found sort of frustrating or like unfulfilling about The Spectacular Now is that I didn't feel like there was closure. Um and I feel like the main character never had to, like, be punished for his sins, I guess, essentially. Yeah. Like, the kid is 18 years old and basically, like, a high-functioning alcoholic. And he doesn't actually ever have to pay any consequences. <laughs> I have some thoughts on that. And, and so after, I yeah. think that's, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess that's like, the Midwestern sort of, like, moralist <laughs> in me coming out. But I'm like, he's not... A very good person and like I think that or at least like he's got some serious problems and like never has to sort of like own up to them and I, I found that to be sort of like unrealistic and sort of like unfulfilling to sort of be like he never has to sort of like acknowledge that he has a problem and has to like grow to overcome it um, at least not in the way that I would have expected. And so yeah. I, that, that felt very hollow for me. It's like, oh, he's still going to get
0: everything he wants, even though he has this like really crippling problem. Like, yeah. Well, I feel like, it, t- to me, it was sort of an interesting parallel, you know, not to the last episode, but to the one where we did a, talking about The World's End, where in both in both that movie and this one, I didn't really like the main character. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, I, both of them, like I, I, I mean, the characters around them I liked a lot, but yeah. I, the, the, the guy, you know, the main character in this movie, I, I really disliked him. There were moments where I liked him. I mean, I loved... I love the girl. Uh, Amy, I think was her name. Yes. You know, uh, I loved her character, and she did such a good job with it, and I was totally, like, just rooting for her. And it's somewhat in spite of him, you know? like. <laughs> but isn't that inten- I think in both cases, that was intentional. Like, I don't think you're supposed to like the man- the Gary King. From- no, 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 yeah, yeah. I, I think maybe more so with him. I feel like you were supposed to like this guy. Him, I think, no, no I don't really think hard. so. I think you're really supposed to like the girl. That was definitely the message I got. Okay, perhaps that's the case. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, I can, but, but there, yeah. so, much, so much of the movie is focused on this character you don't like, and that sort of, again, makes it harder to you to know, love the movie when someone's exposed on a character that you don't like and doesn't really redeem himself over the course of the movie. Yeah. You know? It's
2: definitely from the boy's perspective in the spectacular now. I mean, he's in every scene. It's not from like her perspective. It's absolutely from his Oh,
0: no, no, for sure. But I, I'm just saying, and
1: this is... So I actually haven't seen uh, Breaking Bad. But the thing everybody tells me is he's sort of like an anti-hero kind mm-hmm. of character. So I think even though, yes, you, it's, it's driven through the boy's perspective, mm-hmm. I still don't think you're supposed to like him necessarily. Or you're at least supposed to understand yeah, I don't like him, but I kind of understand why. You know, mm-hmm. he's, you know, they start to go into some stuff about his dad and everything like that. Yeah. So I I, def- I never had the impression you were supposed to like him. I thought maybe you were at most supposed to sort of sympathize with he's trying to figure out how to grow up. Like, it wasn't... This- but the girl, like, you, you get the impression, like, she is really a good person. Yeah. And you're supposed to appreciate that, I thought. But I don't...
2: The, the feeling I got is that, you know, he's not he's not trying to grow up at all. It's the whole point. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. He's
0: trying very hard not to grow up. Just live, in, live in the spectacular now yeah. Yeah. and, and then, th- not worry about the future, you know? Yeah. I think they do a really good job of sort of, like, emphasizing how his his sort of viewpoint like, is sort of damaging to those around him and yes. pulls them away. Yes. And how there's these people around him that, like, th- that realize that this is actually going to be very detrimental to their future. And if they want to do something with their lives, this is not <laughs> the way to go. Yeah. And in different ways, you know, people around him realize that. I think that's really cool. But at the end, it's like... You know, we spend so much time with the character that I'm like, I want him to be off the screen, off <laughs> the other characters. You know, and I, I'm rooting for her, but to not get screwed up by him. You know what right. I mean? And it's it's like just you're weird. You them to get together. You're rooting for her not to get damaged. Yeah, which I think <laughs> yeah. it's, in some ways, I mean, it's interesting. I mean, it's, it's more interesting than just the typical like romantic comedy yes. where like you want them to get together. You know, and that that's cool. But so much as the focused on him, that really could kind of, I, I can't help. It helps me it sort of prevents you from liking the movie more. Yeah, but the, the, so the I agree with with all that.
1: Uh, the interesting thing too is that with the performances, which I think we all agreed were really good. Oh yeah, uh, I actually had that rare experience with some movies that happens where the performances are so good that you can kind of feel what the characters are feeling without them actually explicitly saying it or communicating it. Like there's little little points of dialogue where you know the girl says something to him, and you're like, oh, you know, I know how he's going to internally react to that, and he kind of like papers over it. and, and the, deliberately not to no, exploit I think, I, I, think, right. I, think I, know
2: the, I think I know the scene that you're talking yeah. about there yeah. where she definitely like makes a comment and he knows what she means but like deliberately is like trying not to sort of like right. let the conversation go. And
1: there. even kind of there's so much facial expression stuff yeah. that's yeah, so yeah. good.
2: this would be one of those rare movies that they the more they, they absolutely nail that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, the, yeah, they were all really good. And there was a lot this may sound like a goofy thing, but there was a lot of scenes, especially in the scenes where like it's supposed to be like really emotional. Like you can see like all like lips trembling and like eyes sort of like whatever yes. and, like, yeah, yeah. they're really into it. Yeah. I was like, wow, this is really good. These guys are really knocking it out of the yes, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh so. yeah, the um... And not just the main characters either, like even like yeah, the, the secondary. Sister, the mom, you know, yeah. the, the mom, the sister, the dad, like all these other characters were yeah. like, in the same situation where they got really incredible performances. So it's funny, so we got, one,
1: maybe one of the first comments we got about the show was from Rob Ryan and he said, you know, he wanted us to, well, to talk about soundtracks and we may actually do that at some point, uh, but I thought this was interesting because the soundtrack here, much in the same way as uh, I it's, in, it's a little bit of a spoiler to say another show, but there are other shows like this where the soundtrack is intentionally understated. So there's not like a, a really grand orchestration. Yeah. But there's different moments it's used to sort of accent a moment, uh, which I thought was really cool, you know, because it, it's more that sort of understated cinematography, understated soundtrack, understated acting in some ways, which for me, I, I just love that kind of thing because there's you, you have endless amounts of sort of the over the top, all that kind of stuff. So I just really treasure when there's something that's, you know, carefully crafted like that with a sort of an economy of, you know, movements within a scene. Uh, so, anyway. I honestly cannot
2: remember a single thing about the soundtrack, which maybe means that it's, it's pitch perfect, or... Like, <laughs> I don't know what it means, but I actually can't remember a single note of music from the whole movie. So. Uh,
0: I, I really like the soundtrack a lot. Yeah. You know, like, the scene, there's, like, one scene where they're driving off, yeah. you know, and just perfect soundtrack moment but right there. But I think that that actually
1: speaks to the quality of it, because it's, yeah. it, it's one of those things where it's like... And I think they did the same thing with cinematography. There were moments where it looked beautiful, but at least... They were attempting for it to not be. Look at how beautiful this shot is. Yes. It was like yeah. it's a beautiful place, and it, I think they tried to do the same thing with the soundtrack
0: and the acting the same way. You know, it wasn't like that's a great line. It's like no, that felt really like what you would say. Yeah, in that but, situation. They, they cut people off. They talked over each other. Yeah. They, I mean, you know, they did a really good job with with the dialogue the, in that way. The one random moment that that stood out for me, which I think must have been improv, is there the two
1: the the boy and the girl are walking through the the forest at one point, or just like the edge of the forest at that little party they had, and mm. he runs into the tree. And it like kinda grabs him in the face yeah. and he's and he like starts to like interrupt his dialogue and like they comment on it, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. It's just a little
2: no, but, I, so I noticed that, too, and thought it was kind of cool. I'm like, I wonder if they, like, knew that was going to happen, right. or they're just kind of, like, rolling with it uh-huh. and letting it happen? Because that would happen in real life. Yeah. Like, you'd smack it to a tree leaf, and you would, like, kind of try to ignore it and, like, brush it out of your face, but right. it's still kind of there, and, like, yeah, no, right. I, thought was, I thought it was well done. So yeah. I'd
0: like to believe that was improv. I am mean, gonna assume it is. But yeah. so. well, speaking of, I mean, but, but they thought that the detail really, you know, they did a really good job with detail-wise on this film. Like, one of the things that drives me bananas is fake computer UI. And uh, they use oh, real, was awesome. real iPhone UI. Yeah. they Use real iChat. I know running back OS X. This sounds crazy. Were right. Sound effects. Yes, all, this, all the default sounds. sounds yeah, it, was like, so, ja- it even said like uh,
1: like Google Jabber or something like. that. even, even when the, the address, was, address right. was on screen. right. I saw right. that. and
2: I was like, is it a really one?
1: <laughs> Because should try emailing them. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> usually, like, that's one of the reasons I think why they do the fake UI, so they, so they don't get, have to, like, whatever. Yeah. But, you know, a Gmail account. So it's like 555-1212. Five, like, five, one, two, one, two, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So, no, I thought that was great, because that always, like, for it me... pulls you out of it. Ruins. And it's yeah. I know it's just because, you know, we're all in sort of the tech sort of thing, but like, yeah, when you see, like, an iPhone and it makes, like, you know, the old Nokia ringtone or, like... <laughs> You know, or it has what? this like
0: iPhone UI, but it's like this an iPhone UI made by somebody in Microsoft Paint or something. Yes, like, like, why like, just you use the real one? Worst <laughs> Photoshop <laughs> UI. Ever, like, it makes like every time you touch it, it goes like, <laughs> it's, like
2: all these noises, and you're like, no, no iPhones <laughs> don't have sound effects. But, like, like, so yeah, it's just uh, I was really happy to see that they didn't feel the need to do that. So that was awesome.
0: Yeah. One one thing that did annoy me, and this is just like I, it's, it's it's this weird trope of indie movies. I don't know, I get what it is, but the formal dinner party where it's really yes, awkward. Yes. Why does every indie movie feel the need to do this? Like I just watched Silverlighting's playbook not too long before this. They have, like, the same scene. <laughs> it's like, no, I mean, I mean, maybe people do this in real life with, the, like, the really formal dress-up-in-ties, dress like, yeah. dinner parties and incredibly awkward conversations, you know, because you invite all the people that, like, clearly cannot behave at a dinner fancy dinner party and you invite them to a the dinner party. Like, maybe this always happens in real life. It doesn't happen in my real life. But, like, I feel like it's in every indie movie. I suspect what happens is that the people who have that experience growing up go on
1: to make indie movies. <laughs> You're probably right. It's just like
2: self-selecting, it's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, don't, I feel like there's a lot of movies that do that though, like tons and tons of movies mine the know. whole awkward dinner party trope. Like, I mean, Wedding Crashers, practically whole movies built around dinner party. Right? <laughs> That's really. true. Yeah, so so I just like lots, movies, yeah, I guess, yeah, lots of movies that do that. But yeah, it was <laughs> it is kind of a cliche. If you're like, oh, now is the awkward dinner party scene. Like, <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't know, but but it, it didn't. Well, so the setup was the same, but the play it didn't play out the way those usually usually. I feel like, like it played out like the Really? Oh, yeah. yeah, yes, okay. yeah. I don't know. It was just like. I, but how, by the way, I wasn't. That was. That's really funny that you mentioned you thought that the sister was really good because I, I felt her character was completely forgettable. Like she was. It, there was absolutely well, no dimension. Well, well I like,
0: mean, like it was certainly at the at like at the beginning. It was sort of setting up, setting up one way, and then there was like the sort of the like, paid off later, where like the, he he interacts with her again, like on the porch. How that really like helped help give a whole new, new dimension to day, their day, character. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm curious to
2: know. So, um, his the sister character, obviously, kind of like. Has her life together in a way that he doesn't, and she's obviously older, right? Um, but
1: I don't
0: think I yeah okay. I don't know like, I just she I get, sort of has her life together. I mean I think her life looks together. Yeah, well, it definitely
2: seems like it from the outside. But I wonder like why is that? Like why did they do that character that way? Is that to like highlight how much he doesn't have his life together? Or no, is I think
1: it was it was the scene where he's talking to his teacher. Well, I don't know if this is giving it. No, this is not giving anything away. Where he's talking, he's basically saying he's making the case to his teacher like this is why I want to grow up. Like, I don't really see any evidence of people around me that are happy, that yeah. are adults, that have gone moved on. Yeah. And I think that's an example of that, right? Like, they have, yeah, they've got the fancy dinner party, but then there's little hints at dinner where they're talking about, yeah, we're doing great, you know, and they're like, you know, oh, like, 90% of marriages end in divorce or stuff like that. They're like, yeah, that's great. Thanks
0: for bringing that up again. Yeah. Okay, I guess, yeah. I guess I can see that. that. Okay. A, yeah, although speaking of, Movie cliches—the whole like kid asking the teacher like, "Well, they're like he like you know has mm. a fulfilling life." I'm like, really, another you know, you know, every Does that movie. That you know, up a lot. I feel like I've it a lot in movies. Really, I can't yeah. think of another uh, one. I can't think of a specific example, but I feel like I've seen that before. I like he didn't have an answer though, which I thought was cool. Well, yeah. they never do. Really, What's I the point. That's yeah, what they ask. It's and they can't, they can't say because I mean, like, they're obviously in this miserable job, doing with kids like him, <laughs> not the fulfilling life. Like yeah. they, they throw all this crap to go get a degree and you know go have have, have, have like the successful life or whatever, and like their life is you know hell. You know even so and so like I mean it's the perfect it's the perfect. You know, wait. I'll get that point. Right. You know, um, it's so easy. But, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's just a total hop out. You know, and yeah. so I felt like I, I thought, I thought the, the the writers were better than that. Yeah. I was like, I saw that. I was like, I really rolling my eyes. Like, really? You had to be, you had to go there. Yeah. Um, That's true. But I mean, it was it was just a, a minor moment, but it did kind of jolt me out of the movie, which otherwise you know felt was felt you know very uh, consistent and original. Yeah. yeah.
1: So I mean, I, I think I think I would selectively recommend it if I knew it's somebody who was into
0: that sort of thing. Yeah, I, I, would, I would recommend it. I mean, there's other ones I would say first, like watch 500 Days of Summer first, or The Sentence, or much, you know, you know, much other movies in the same broad genre as that first. Um, but I, I still enjoyed it. If you like those kinds of movies, you should definitely watch this. Yeah, I'd say if you like Lost in Translation, you'd like The Spectacular Now. But if
2: you saw the trailers of The Spectacular Now and thought that it looked good, just watch 500 Days of Summer instead, and you'll get the movie you thought you were
1: getting. I think that's a pretty good uh, way to sum it up. I mean, it actually might have been more Garden State than either you know, I haven't seen Garden State. I would love to see it, and yeah, I just haven't seen you it. You should, it should watch it, yeah. it's, it's, the tone is, it, it's interesting, because I was thinking about it the, the, the whole way through. That The tone is very similar at its core. Mm-hmm. The little, the fringes are different, yeah. but the, the feeling you get, uh, ultimately, for me, was similar. The, the characters, you, you you know, the main character in Garden State is much more likable sure, yeah. than the main character here, but yeah. it, it was, it evoked the same sort of emotions. Yeah. Well, it's
2: Sek braff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, I love, I love Scrubs. Like and I think that does he write most of Scrubs like or did he just?
1: Uh, I don't know. I th- I sure. think so, but I'm not that's, sure. Yeah,
2: well, that's the thing that I liked about Scrubs so much was that like they could play back and forth between really really funny and also like super serious and like heartfelt, and they could
1: that's do for it sure, they could do it within seconds,
2: yeah. and it didn't feel contrived, you know. And it was just like it was really really well done in that way. So it would be it would be cool to see sort of elements of that in here, um, but.
0: Yeah, yeah. If, you want, if you want that, watch, watch, watch Garden State. Garden State.
2: Gar- yeah, so that's that's why I'm hopeful that Garden State would sort of be the same way, where it can be like, like laugh out loud funny and then also sort of like get the really like genuine like emotions going on. That's there. the yeah. movie. Awesome. Yeah. That sounds great. <laughs> I'm sold.
1: Yeah. yeah. Also,
0: a, we've, we've we've also reviewed Garden State. So <laughs> it's a <two> for <laughs> All right, uh, I think that's about it for uh, Spectacular Now. We're gonna do spoilers after, though. and we'll do spoilers after after this. Um, If you have feedback on the show, please send it to us at feedback at lowearthorbit.fm. You can also reply to us on Twitter at at lowearthshow. And uh, please also uh, write us a review and leave us a uh, rating on iTunes. It really helps us out uh, getting discovered. Uh, So thanks for listening. All right. Now we're going, talk, we're going to talk about some spoilers for the movie. So if you haven't watched it yet, you may want to go and watch it first before continuing on with this podcast. So the thing, it's funny, the, the, pay,
1: the thing Justin was talking about, which mm. is like he doesn't he doesn't have to pay for his sins. Yes. So he's like a functioning alcoholic, which is mm. a good, really good way to put it. He the thing that struck me is like near the end, one of the last scenes is he's been drinking and he's like driving and he starts swerving in the lane, yes, yeah. right? And I, everybody, I think, in the audience thought he is going to hit somebody. Yes. Yeah, like he's yeah, going to get too. hurt. I thought that yes. And th- I thought that was really cool that actually he didn't. He hit the mailbox. Yes, which was like kind of like I mean it's not a huge twist, but it was a little bit like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, like, that didn't happen. Especially yeah. given the fact that he had previously kind of indirectly caused his girlfriend to get mowed over by a car. Now that, yeah, that was, so that whole thing was part of, yeah, what made me feel that way about the movie
2: because, you know, he, you know, is driving home drunk. and hits the mailbox and it's like, okay, well, you know, it's good that he didn't, you know, kill anybody. So I'm like, okay, that's, that happens in real life. I mean, some, you know, people drive drunk and they manage not to kill people. Not that they should do it, but you know, that doesn't always end in tragedy. But, His mom comes outside, and it's pretty obvious that he's drunk. Like, really drunk. Like, drunk enough that he ran over the mailbox. And she seems to, like, not actually be very upset about it. And...
1: I thought that was weird. I thought that was really strange. I'm like, is she just is, like? Is she did you not... catch the thing she said? We just did this. Like, it, it sounds like it happened before. Oh,
2: I don't know. But that's yeah. but you know that's the thing is that like it seems like the people around him are not holding him accountable for his actions, which seems like uh, maybe that's the point. That really bothered me about like the movie and the character.
0: Yeah, like, it, this it, guy, it did almost it... feel like there was like part of the message of the story was, well, you need to be more like him. Yeah, because I mean, like the, you know, really? like, her, like like yeah, like uh, his previous girlfriend's new boyfriend. That was his story, his pitch to her, him, and he seemed to be yeah. like, and he like. Kind Opened up and got more relaxed. and so seemed to be doing better at the dance afterwards, you know. Yeah. And in the same way, like you know that uh, you know he sort of his sort of like laid back, you know, screw anybody kind of attitude, you know, helped his helped Amy you know stand up to her mom right. and then get into college and stuff. So the, yeah. the message almost seemed to be like, well, you know, you should really be like him, live in the moment, you know, yeah. just don't care about the consequences of your actions, right. and it'll actually make things better. Yeah,
1: which you know, nah, you know so that's interesting. That that's so funny because I had the exact opposite read, and the difference was. When he went to see his dad and he saw him basically himself and his dad and vice versa, after he had seen that, he made the decision that he didn't want to follow that path. So basically, he's, there was no, for his dad, there was no like hard consequence other than, you know, he broke up with his, you know, the dad broke up with the mom. Um, but he saw, well, this is what my future would be if I continued on this path. And so at that point, he kind of decided, you know, maybe I'm not really doing the best job I can do here. And then he started kind of going back and, like, reevaluating, like, what did I do wrong? What do I want to do do differently? And the one thing he decided was, okay, I'm going to drive across the country or whatever to sort of fix this thing that I had screwed up. Yeah, I mean, although also I think he, I mean, he quit his job. Well, I mean, he didn't really quit his job, but he was... I don't even know how you would classify that. He didn't he was given the like option to stay if he job, didn't basically so that I mean that is the like consequence. That was but the it is,
2: yes. So and I thought about that too. That's the only that's the only time that he gets close to basically having to accept the consequences oh, for his
0: action. Although he sort of like kind of sort of says, well, you know what, I'm basically gonna be a functional alcoholic for the rest of my life, so sorry, I can't I can't take your up your own offer. you know? But in it's a
1: way, like... he's I mean he's he is taking responsibility for it because he basically said Or is he resigning himself to it? No, base? no, no, but he could have tried to lie, right? He could have he could have basically Said, yeah, I'll I'll do that, and he still would have come in and drank, right? Which probably the earlier version of the character would have done. That was the impression I was left.
0: Well, left. he said, I've always been you know, square with you, Mister whatever. You know, it's like I don't yeah, lie, I don't true. lie to you, so that's I'm true. not changing. I'm just you know I'm gonna be like this for the rest of my life. This is how I am. Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of how I and where I got out of it. And the impression I
2: got is that I mean, I think the character says that he likes his job, and we don't actually see a whole lot of him in the job. But I don't get the impression that he does very much. I mean, like I don't know. I mean. Oh, I think he likes his job because he can drink. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, but just, like, I don't know. I think that if we were supposed to really, truly believe that, like, him giving up this job was a big deal, we would see some more screen time with him enjoying the job and being good at the job and having more interactions with, like, his boss or whatever. And we see only just enough to sort of get by with a little scene at the end. And so it feels very, like, it's the minimum amount they could do and still have the little sacrifice scene at the end. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I, I had a hard time sort of feeling very sorry for him because it was like, well you give me the impression you really want this job that badly anyway. You know, you seems like you'd rather drink than do anything. So it's yeah. like, I don't
1: know. By the way, so the, the other guy... Sorry, were you trying to say something? Go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, the, the dad... I didn't mention it in the main part, because like, it is a little bit of a spoiler, maybe. But the dad... Did you guys see Friday Night Lights, the series? Mm-hmm. Okay. So he he's basically the star of Friday Night Lights, the TV series, yeah. not the movie. Um, And he is a completely different character in the mm-hmm. TV series. And I thought he was a really interesting choice here because... Like you, at least for me, I, I bought that it was there was something a little bit off about him, but you couldn't quite tell what it was. there was nothing like really obvious, like broken about him. Right. You just like there's something going on. You're not really sure. And they continue through that little like lunch session or whatever they had. And then you he, he just sort of like drifts off mm-hmm. and doesn't come back, which was I just thought it was an interesting choice because they, they, he could have been he could have called him up. And he's, you know, he could have sounded like a crazy person, or he could have gone and found out he was, like, a flat-out crazy person. But there was nothing straight-out wrong with him. Yeah. He was just irresponsible. He's just a flake. Yeah. 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 Which is just more that sort of understated thing that kind of dug. No, I I thought that was good. Um, Yeah. So, kind of looping back
2: around a little bit more. I I feel like another one of the things where the main character, like, doesn't have to, like, own up to what he's done is that he gets Amy's arm broken. I mean, it's... It's basically his fault. I mean, like he throws her out of the car, yeah. And she gets out and, you know, her arm gets broke by this passing car. And then the next scene where they're together, she's not even mad. Yeah. She doesn't yeah. she doesn't even like want to talk about it. She even tells him she doesn't want to talk right. about it. Like But I think that's supposed to make you feel upset. Like I think that was part of the writing. Yeah, it does. Well I felt like I was I was kind of mad at her. I was like, yeah, uh, yeah, you, you're, you're, you're better than like, this. You're a crazy person. It's like <laughs> this guy is a function alcoholic, he got your arm broken, and like you just you need to run away. Like I t- at that point I was like, if you stick with him, you're nuts. Like this is this is this is the definition of like the weird, abusive, like on again, off again relationship. Like this is what it looks
0: like. So <laughs> this is him, this is him being his, his dad, yes. replaying their life again. Yeah.
1: This yeah. Although I, I, I don't know. So the, I, I was with you ninety percent of the way there until I, I don't think even in real life, people have arguments and stuff like that, and they say get out of the car, you know, because they're they're upset at each other. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think it would be fair in real life to be in the midst of that argument and then blame somebody for getting hit by the car because they, you can't really nobody would actually do that if they, they knew that was going to be the outcome, right? So it's right. I, it's sort of. But I think, but in real life,
2: I think that even though there's not a logical reason for him to be upset with him, yeah. she would be. And I would be. Yeah, that's true. If, that's if fair somebody enough. that I trusted was like, I'm so mad at you for this kind of inexplicable reason I want you to get out of my car right now. And then I was like really upset, and I got out of the car, and at the moment I got out of the car, I got hit by a truck and my arm was broken. Right. I'd be so mad at that person. I would be so I'd be livid. I'd be so upset. And she doesn't have any of that reaction. And may, you know, it may be like deliberate choice, like for them to have written her that way. Yeah. But it just made me feel like her character was completely. At that moment, her character was spineless to me. I was like, she has no backbone. She's going to let this guy do whatever she wants to him, and this is a this is a bad life choice for her character, and that that, that bothered me because I thought that her character would you know was stronger than
1: that. Although it is funny, he was in the midst of I mean, doing a poor job of doing it, but he was in the midst of realizing. Theoretically, Mm -hmm. that he was not good for. That was how that argument started. So it's like this sort of they proved it like Uh ten seconds later. (laughs) So I don't know. I just I thought that was interesting. Like that could have gone that way. You know, it could have been she's upset, and then he has to spend the rest of the movie trying to like get you know get back with her. And they didn't do that. And that was sort of a way to say, well, this isn't the exact character you're used to seeing, even if it's at the expense of
0: believability. But so uh, you know, again, I I like that choice. But speaking of characters and believability, what do you think of the very final scene? That was Mm -hmm. interesting. Like I. I I thought it was. I kind of I
2: I'm kind of a sucker for movies that end that way where it's like clear it's like literally like the fraction of a second before a line of dialogue is about to happen. Yeah, I kind of dig that just because it's sort of I I don't know how to describe it. I kind of like that. But in this case, I really wasn't sure what was going to happen. Like, yeah, I, I like I and maybe this is the
0: point. But half of me was hoping that she would. Tell him to get lost. Like, yeah, I mean, like the addition to the arm breaking, he, like, doesn't even see her off to go, to, go off to college. Yeah. He he was there and then chooses not to, you know? Yeah, he was right there. He saw her. Well, yeah. which is death. different than not showing up, which I thought was an interesting It question. is different than not showing up but not to her. Sure, sure, sure. And so... And he ignored all her calls. Yes. So, so he's, he's being, you know, he's 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 being really awful again to her. Yeah. And then he shows up again after, like, all... Unannounced. Unannounced after this series of abusive things he's done to her. Yeah. And then, I mean, am glad she didn't just, like, smile and throw her oaks to the, to the, to the, in the air and race down the steps and hug him, you know. I'm glad she didn't do that. But it was so... Her expressions were so weird. They were, like, you know, at first she was, like, she was kind of shocked and then maybe happy and then maybe not happy. I know. And it then I'm hard like, to read. Like, what was... I mean... That was confusing. Given how... What an incredibly good job she'd done with her expressions right. the entire movie yeah. long...
1: I could not read what that, right. that was happening. Ex- that was exactly the same reaction I had. Exactly the same. And I was, I'm okay with the cutoff, mm-hmm. you know, just heart, but d- given all the other, like, sort of nonverbal information you got through the extent of the movie, right there it was just, like, ambiguous. Like, not, yeah. not because it felt designed that way. Mm-hmm. It was like, what is, what? at least tell me what she's feeling. You don't have to tell me what's going to happen. Right. I just want to understand, like, what her emotions are. And it was just like, every emotion. <laughs> she's just railing really through them all. <laughs> We're going to have them all. Right now. So yeah, I don't know. I I I, I think I might have done better with like if they had he had just been driving. Like yeah. that's the way Goodwill. Uh, hopefully you've seen Goodwill Hunting. Absolutely, uh, I'm not sure that I have. Okay, well then. I don't think so. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway.
2: <laughs> um, so, 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 about. so speaking of likability characters, this I won't apply to you because you haven't seen Five Days of Summer. But do you feel like the characters in Five Days of Summer are more likable than the? Oh, absolutely. So even summer. Yes. Okay. I, 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 all the characters. Yeah, because I think that, like, because I think the whole point, we're, we're almost going to start reviewing February December, but Summer is almost kind of like, you're, you're supposed to sort of not be all rah-rah Summer by the end yeah, of the yeah, movie.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, you, but you, it changes, of course, of the movie, but at right. the end, I, I like the them idea. both. Yeah. That's the whole point of the movie is yeah, that yeah. his relationship
2: with Summer goes up and down. Yeah, movie exactly.
0: Movie. But I fact, like that, that's sort of an, an sort of inevitable consequence of the way of her character's personality. Yeah. You know, and not, and not like because her character is a bad character. It's like right. it's bad in the way that like Sutter in this movie was sort of you know kind of a bad character. You yeah. know, like um, I thought that you know she her, her her character was just a free spirit and couldn't be sort of tied down, and, yeah. and she's still a great person. She can't help it herself, you yeah. know. Yeah. But it isn't, you know. I don't know. I feel like that you know that was more of, like out of, out of that movie. Yeah, and but you
1: th- th- don't think that that's the case? I haven't seen Five Hundred Days of Summer, but isn't that how you would describe this character, the male character?
0: Well, I mean. Yeah, I, well, maybe,
1: but I, of, I but... feel
2: like Summer manages to do it in like a non, like, um, not non-threatening, but like, so in 500 Years of Summer, Summer is who she is, and I mean, she tells the main character, what's the main character's
1: name? Um, name um,
2: Joseph gordon Tom? Tom. Lovett. Tom. Tom. Yeah, Joseph, <laughs> Joseph gordon Lovett's character. Anyway, she, I mean, she basically flat out tells him at the beginning of the relationship oh, absolutely, that she yeah. doesn't want a serious relationship, and he
0: turns it into one. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, he goes in. There's, yeah. this, there's, there's, there's a girl, this this girl that is not easy to be a girlfriend, you know, the boyfriend of. Yeah, and he tries to make friends anyway, anyway, you know, and then the, 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 and basically, what, what, what happens right. over the course of that happening? And it's, here it's like this, like. Here it feels more malicious because he's like leading her on, and there's quite a few scenes devoted yeah. on early on saying that well, like, he's not serious. I'm not going to keep her around. Yeah. You know, like I'm just giving her the boyfriend experience. But yeah. he says that, but none of the actions actually seem to reflect that. No, no, no but no, yeah. but I mean, like clearly, no, no, I agree. that, but, but
1: so, but Summer does not do that. Yeah, no, I mean, oh, I mean
0: okay. so Summer's like you know, she warns him off. She's like, oh no, no I'm a hard person. You know, I'm not easy to be with. And he does it anyway. There's no warning. He's like luring her yeah, along, yeah. you know. And like so, I feel like there's like this malicious intent or this. I don't know. No, what it no, is. It's just I'm it's immaturity, I think. Is what yeah. You mean. That, yeah it, yes. it, so, but it makes me not like him, you yeah, know, yeah, in that. ways that like I'm I like, well, you, her, this yeah, is summer you're summer. signing up for this, and this is what you're getting, you know, and right. it's not her fault. She warned you. <laughs> but yeah.
1: But yeah. I. But it's funny though. The funny thing, he does have to pay for. Like, the only, like, time something comes down on him in the movie is when he is legitimately trying to do the right thing yes. <laughs> early on. And it's like, and yeah. it, that was actually, that was the only moment that it kind of took me out of the movie where it was like, really? Like, you wouldn't believe that he, you know, there's nothing happening in that car, right? Like, you, you couldn't have a reasonable conversation and say, I am just here because I'm, you know, helping my friend out. Like would she immediately dump him on oh, the spot at the beginning? Beginning, yeah. Oh, and that yeah. was that was yeah, a little yeah. stretching, like yeah, yeah, that was a little hard to believe as well. Because I mean, that's the one time he really has to pay for something, and he had not actually done anything wrong. Versus all the other times, it was like drunk driving. He's something wrong. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. Sc- but the, all the I had all the same emotions where it's like all the things he's kind of screwing with her. You know, screwing with Amy, you know, and kind of like you know, he's kind of tries to get back with his other girlfriend and like at her expense, and then only when he realizes he can't get the other girl does he go back to Amy. Yeah, Yeah.
0: that was kind of like like, obviously the sort of like second choice for him. Yeah, Yeah, although
1: ultimately I think he, he, I don't know, you're at least supposed to believe he figures it out. I don't know if he actually does. Sort of. Yeah, but yeah, he he offers to come visit. uh,
2: What's her name, Cassie? uh, Yeah, in California. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, no, I think that's good. <laughs> yeah,
0: her, her character ended up being a lot more mature than I expected her yes, to be. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, at the beginning that they were both, you know, the, the you know, the life of the party and stuff. Yeah, totally. Ah, uh, so. All right, right. we beat this to death. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see ya. After
1: the initial discussion, before the it bones- sounds like we
0: read after dark. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. we'll do it after dark. Part of that. Okay. okay. I'll skip that. So I'll just. I'll just cut directly to one of you guys. Let's I love to be called after dark. I think too. Yeah. That's <laughs> Should we start calling it that? That would be awesome. I'd well, that's really well, what. That's what. It's, it's, all it's the, it's, five, it's five, the five, five by five, five, thing. five oh, thing. I mean, is it, is is it, like, it? are we like infringing upon their intellectual property? You know, dusk. If, like it's coming
2: with a slightly different version. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, Dan Benjamin stole it from the screensaver from Mac OS nine or eight or whatever it was. Yeah. Oh, is that what
0: it's from? Yeah. 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 There's the all the after It's the flying Toasters. Flying Toasters. And the and the the city with the you know the comets and stuff. Uh, yeah, Those are all part of the After Dark like,
1: suite of screensavers.
0: Which is, screen I still actually, I mean, my water bottle. Deep nostalgia you. for that.
1: It's awesome. But, I yeah. forget what is that one called? The the city one.
2: Oh,
1: we yeah. I forget. Because that was like the, even if you deleted all the, like, it was like the default. Right, right It was built, always built there. In, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Did you ever see the twisted one? The twisted screens uh, After Dark, Or was like like horror elements and like disturbing, like there were like mimes and the like. I, no. Yeah, it was after Twisted, and I can't think of any really good examples wow. right now. It, it was like, Screensavers? Yeah, yeah, it was the same company, but it was like the same, ver- you know, the same core idea. As Starry Night. That's Knight, right, yes. absolutely, absolutely. It was right. the same core idea as those, but it was like, like in poor taste. Oh, flying, nice. toasters. Oh, flying Toasters. Flying oh, yeah. Toasters. I kind of miss the Flying Toasters. Man, it has a list of all
2: of them. God bless Wikipedia. Though. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Welcome to Low
0: Earth
1: Orbit. No, 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 no it's not it? that one. This is, on this what order, Actually, what do you say? I said, on this episode of Low Earth Orbit. Yes, Arbit. that one. Yeah. That, just like the TV okay. show. Last time.
0: I don't know if I'm <not> saying spectacular. <laughs> I was just fine when I'm like, they <laughs> matter, but then... It's like, uh, your brain's like, oh my god, don't screw this up, don't
1: screw this up. Enunciate, damn it, enunciate.